Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the We Believe Do You Paranormal Podcast. I'm Eric. And I'm Michelle. And today's episode is, what, we're at the beginning, of, no, the end of the month already. Wow, that was, April uh, went by real fast. It did. Uh, so we are doing a stories, stories of high strangeness today. Um. I got, I think I like two, two, I was going to say two episodes. I have two stories. One of them is like pretty long and the other one is not, it's long, but it's not like as long as the second one. So, um, one of them is in Texas and I was like, damn it. I wish, I wish I knew where in Texas this was because they don't say, they just say Texas. So, uh, and Texas is fucking huge. Yeah. <laughs> so, pretty excited. I do have a little story of my own too. So, well, it's it's super short. It's nothing like super crazy, but uh, it's just something like weird that happened. A spooky update. Yeah. Let's hear it. Oh okay. Oh, uh, do, you, yeah. oh do you want to start with it or do you want to no, end with it? Yeah, we can start with it. Yeah, because it's it's not that it's not like I said it's not nothing huge. So, a couple weekends ago, I was um, I was mowing my lawn did the front yard started the back did like half of it um because we kind of have our yard backyard like fenced off in in two because because one side has our uh, above ground pool the other one is just where we had let the dogs where we just let the dogs roam and we have it fenced off because our pit bull he's a male so he tends to like to pee on everything <laughs> So we don't want him peeing on the pool or anything like that or scratching it. And he's just, he's kind of a wild child. So we have it fenced off. Um, so I was, I cut, like I said, I cut the side with the pool and everything. And all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye, while I'm cutting the grass, I see this woman like walk from the tree uh, towards the side of the pool. And, mm-hmm. but she, it, you know, usually when I see people, they're either black, like, like a, shadow? a shadow figure, uh huh, mm-hmm. or I can kind of see color, but I don't see. I don't. It's but it's the not vibrant. times, yeah. Well, no, the times that I do see like color or like actual like flesh tones and stuff like that, uh, either I don't get to see the full. It's like those times when I'm like I'm kind of dozing off, mm-hmm. and and so like and then I start panning up or whatever, and I don't oh, usually yeah. get to see either the full face or I don't get to see like part of the body. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But this time I saw like this full woman just like, kind of like walk from the from the tree in the backyard. Uh, well, we have four, but there like there's one specifically like at the very back of the yard that she walked from there uh, towards like the pool side of the the fence. Uh, And I was like, what the hell? So then I like, like I said, I saw her out of the corner of my eye, but then I turned fully to, to see what was there. And there was nothing there. Crazy thing is. Who died? um, No, no, no. Okay. (laughs) Nobody died that I know of. But remember how I told you we did cleansing the other day? Yeah. Okay. Well, while I was doing the cleansing, and I'm starting to get chills talking about I this. I know. I'm just like anticipating. While I was of- doing the cleansing, I, you know, I was praying to Michael. I was praying, you know, like I said, I, I still believe in God and stuff like that, but I just don't like Archangel m- Michael too. Yes. Just because we've been talking about the Michaels. Yeah. Archangel Michael. Yes. I was praying to Archangel Michael and. And, and and to God and stuff like that. But, I, you know, I asked them to, you know, basically cleanse the house, protect us with their, like Michael with his with his uh, with his light and, you know, just surround the house in his light. And uh, that no like no bad energy, only good energy, yeah. um, no spirits like don't want anything in the house at all. That if anything wants to communicate, it's only when I ask and then they have to leave. And then that if they do need anything to stay out by that tree. Uh, and when I buried the ashes from the from the sage and, and the Palo Santo, which also I kept blo- like I kept trying to blow on the the sage to yeah, keep it lit, it lit. Yeah. and it, it just kept like Smoking? by the end of it, I no, I had ash oh. all over my chest. Oh, so like I literally had to like wipe 
the ash off of my chest and just like kind of like throw it into the dirt. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so and and I buried the ashes back behind that at that tree. So mm. then I was like, "This is weird." Mm. But yeah. Well, you did that. <laughs> um, I I remember. Uh, but a I mean, friend of yeah, go ahead. No, just a, a friend of mine who is like told me about like uh clearing the house and stuff like that and protecting the house. And one of the things that she had said is that she actually has a crystal, uh, a larger crystal that she has like outside in a certain point part of her yard. Mm-hmm. And she says that like spirits have to go over there to that crystal to that spot and she'll come to them kind of thing. But they can't come inside the house like if they're going to be here or whatever, like that's where they have to stay. And then mm-hmm. she can deal with them from there. Yeah. But it just kind of made me think of. kind of like that well that's that's why i did that because i know that you've told me that oh okay 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 yeah so that's why i did that and but it just freaked me like it well it didn't freak me out in the moment because like i said i did see her i was like wait what the hell and then i i turned and i and i like i didn't see anything anymore but i distinctly saw a woman and like i said she didn't she wasn't black like that black shadow it was brown it was like a tan color but she was all brown or tan it was like i said it was weird um i'd never seen anything like that before hmm. you know what i mean yeah um but it happened like that and i was just it, it, like it like i said it didn't scare me it just it was like what, a yeah i didn't i didn't you know it's not something you expect to see yeah so like i turned around like i said i turned around i saw it and i was like hmm and there's nothing there anymore and then it, i remembered that i what i said and that that's where i had buried the ash and i was mm-hmm. like interesting <laughs> that's i don't know if you know cool, which, yeah i don't know if you know which tree i'm talking about if you are like facing like open the sliding door and facing out it's like on the right corner no no the, the one that's the one that's directly as you walk out of the sliding door the one's directly in front of you like where the banana tree used to be no to like literally like as you walk out it's the tree that's right there in front I literally only remember two trees in the backyard. The one that was like on the right and then the one that is on the left. Yeah. And then there's one <clears throat> that's at the very, very corner that uh-huh. like it doesn't look like it's on our yard, but it's in our yard because it's like literally right on the fence post and it's got like a big old green top. That that one's off to the right corner and there's literally one right in front. Huh. I don't, I'm not like... Uh- I'll send you a yeah, yeah. I'll send you a picture. But okay. yeah, it's like as soon as you walk out of the sliding door, it's the tree that's directly in front of uh mm-hmm. of uh Okay, like field of vision like or Yeah, yeah. It's like you, you open it and it's like right there in front of your face. Huh. Well, yeah. that's creepy. That's pretty cool though. <laughs> like it's it's creepy, but I, I it's cool because I feel like then it it worked. You yeah. know what I mean? Like what you did. So uh-huh. um that's awesome. No, so she, uh, huh? she didn't walk towards you or anything, right? She just not towards me. It like like I said, I was on that side yeah. of the yard, and then, but how can I like? How do I say it? like she walked towards me in the sense that that's where I was, but like mm-hmm. she didn't come like directly in my to direction. You. Gotcha. Yeah. It it's like almost like if she was trying to go around the pool. Oh, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Because the way she had she would have to go would be like because I was like on one side of the pool and the tree was directly opposite of the pool, like mm-hmm. on the other side. So it's not like she was like walking directly to- like through the pool. She was trying to like it looked like she was going oh. around the pool. Oh. Did yeah. you feel anything? Like no, but and I don't think well i I wanted to think that this doesn't have anything to do with it but i don't know because so like i said i was doing that half of the yard and so i had shut off the thing and i had to move the little fence that we made the little makeshift fence Mm -hmm. to to take the 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 lawnmower to the other side and then i don't know what i was doing it like a few minutes passed it wasn't like an immediate thing where i started the lawnmower up again but when i did try to start the lawnmower up it um it didn't want to start right. It like I cranked it and it was just like mm. going like really soft 
So if anybody knows lawnmowers, please let me know what's going on with my lawnmower. Because if not, <laughs> I'm going to have to take it to get repaired. But or I cranked. Do uh, a fucking, or do uh, fucking exorcism on it. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just so happened that that started happening after I saw that. Mm. Um, and so I don't know. I don't know if it's related, but it was definitely kind of weird. How did you know that she was uh, female? Like, do you I see could, long she, hair? Yeah, or? she had long yeah. hair. Okay. She had kind of a long, like, <laughs> you know, the typical long dress type of thing. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Like, I couldn't fully see the dress, but it looked like she was wearing this long dress. But she mm-hmm. had, like, long um, curly Straight. hair. Okay. No, curly hair. Um, But it was, like, that kind of curly, that, like, 90s curly. You know, that poofy curly, like, oh, okay. not, like, super, super big, but... Yeah. Um, you know, well, how mom used to use yeah. it? Like, like <laughs> yeah. that. Kind of like how mom used to have her hair. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. That's cool. That's creepy, but it's cool, but it's awesome, but it's also creepy. <laughs> yeah. But like it I was, said, I. It's interesting to say the least for me. Yeah. And I feel like what you did worked if, if that's what you're seeing. So mm. that's good. All right. So let's get into these stories. Um, this one that I pulled, I saw it in two different sub uh, subreddits, and then like just now, and I was trying to pull it up to read it. I was like, delete it. I was like, no, because it seemed really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I went back and clicked it again, it magically reappeared. So I don't know. Well, that was weird. Maybe I didn't want to get told, but now it's going to get told. <laughs> That's um, why I screenshot them as soon as I see them, and if they're good, I'm like screenshot. Yeah, that's I yeah, but then I have a whole bunch of screenshots and it's just yeah. Anyway. yeah. <laughs> um so this one is by Lara123 or Iro. I can't tell if that's an L or an I. E R R O one two three. Anyway. Um the title is This really creepy thing happened and we don't know what to do. Can someone please give me advice? Um, It says, hey, guys, me and my girlfriend moved to a new apartment at the beginning of this year. We are both very skeptical about ghosts and paranormal activities, etc. But after the last few days, we are both really on edge. I would like to get your guys' opinion because we both don't know what exactly to make of the situation and what to do now. It began a few months back when me and my girlfriend were lying in bed talking and suddenly my girlfriend just froze and started breathing very heavily. I asked her if everything was okay and the only thing that she could do was shush me no (laughs) after three to four minutes she told me uh, she saw a woman right above me just staring at me the whole time we didn't really think anything of this and it was sort of just a creepy experience however more of these so-called sightings have happened in the past few weeks it's always a girl looking at me or a man in the corner of the room trying to make contact with my girlfriend Still, we always just uh, blamed it on sleep deprivation because we tend to party a lot and sleep late. (laughs) Uh, It says, this was until two days ago. I was in bed with my girlfriend again and the same thing happened. She saw a guy in the corner waving at her. And because I didn't really believe in ghosts or anything, I started to make a few jokes. Not too kind, I know, but I was really skeptical at the time. My girlfriend told me I was... My girlfriend told me I really should be quiet for a moment. God. Uh, After she said this, I saw a look in her eyes, which I will never forget. She grabbed my arm very tightly. And after about one minute, she said she had the feeling that something had scratched her. We do have two cats, but they're both not in the room with us. After talking for a while, I looked at her shoulder and yes, I saw a really big scratch mark on her shoulder. This was the moment that I knew something was not right. After doing some research the following day, we agreed that we should just not make any jokes about it and ignore it for as much as we could. Well, tonight, the real horror began. I don't know, man. Like, everything else sounded pretty horrible. Yeah. (laughs) But, okay, it gets worse, apparently. After watching a movie and falling asleep peacefully, I am woken up by my girlfriend shaking me in bed the whole time. Shaking in bed the whole time, I'm sorry. Oh. Um, after not responding to after not responding for a minute, she started to suffocate. I ran to the lights to see what was going on. Luckily, she woke up and after asking if everything was okay, she told me that she saw everything happen from the corner of the room where she normally sees the man standing. 
She had the feeling that she was being pulled into some other space. She didn't know what it was, but the only thing she knew was that she definitely had to avoid this space. After talking for a few minutes, keep in mind my girlfriend was really scared the whole time. My girlfriend turned to me, real casual, and said, babe, let's just go to sleep. I was weirded out by this a lot because she had been panicking for the last few minutes. Uh, I also saw a really calm yet aggressive glance in her eyes. I told her I wanted to turn the lights on and talk for a bit. However, she just kept pushing me to go to sleep. (laughs) I had the feeling something was terribly wrong, so I tried to test her reaction with a few jokes uh, that we all make with each other, or that we always make with each other. She didn't react at all. She just kept saying, it's fine, let's go to sleep. It's fine, let's go to sleep. My girlfriend hates laying on her back, and here she is laying on her back the whole time. I really do not know what to do. After having the same conversation with her for 15 minutes with me wanting to turn the lights on and her reacting in in a really firm way saying I should go to sleep now, she just turned around and started shaking again. I ran to the lights, and as soon as I turned them on, I saw her normal look again. The most terrifying part of it all is that she did not remember a single part of the conversation, which literally happened 10 seconds before. We are both sure that there is something here with very bad intentions. I am really looking for advice about what to do with this. If anything has, if anyone has had any similar experiences in the past, please tell us what you did to make this nightmare go away. And the top comment, move out. yeah at first i was gonna say it could kind of sound like a seizure that she might be having but if after that first like shaking incident like because like there could also be seizures there could be seizures where you you do shake and stuff like that Uh but there are also seizures where you just kind of like blank stare don't like move or anything just literally just like that and Mm -hmm. um so if she had like some sort of like stare like that but she was talking then that's that's not the same thing so i don't know that that's kind of weird she got possessed by something i mean that's what it i well yeah i was expecting more from like the female ghost standing over the guy Mm -hmm. or the boyfriend you know him but uh i don't know i mean yeah anything if it's standing in a dark corner and yeah, it's I feel like automatic evil. <laughs> it's mm. it's not good. Um, and just for her, I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is just like a ghost adventures thing, but they're always like fine, and then all of a sudden, like Zach Baggins will like get overtaken, Possessed. and he's just like yeah, and then he's just I don't know. That's what it reminded me of. <laughs> but pull the Zach Baggins. Uh... <laughs> One of the other comments, buddy, I hate to tell you, or I hate to be the one to tell you, but sage and blessings aren't going to do a thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's nuts. Yeah. I. It, it. But again, it's like we've discussed before. It's easy to say move out, but like, unless you know the person's situation, like. Yeah. It's like me right now. Like if the, the house ended up being like super haunted, there's literally nowhere I could, like the only place that I could go but I feel like I would be a burden would be like to dad's house. Mm-hmm. And I mean, let, let's be honest, his place ain't the, <laughs> it's know. like just as haunted, if no more. Uh, <laughs> um, but sorry, dad. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because like, dude, I, we have four cats, three dogs and they're not small oh, dogs gosh, or big yeah, dogs and a turtle. And it's like, Imagine having to go, like, one, an apartment wouldn't even take us. Yeah, no. <laughs> I would have to, like, we would literally have to find a house to rent that would take all our pets. And even then, I think I, I might as well buy a, like, buy a house. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, and, the, and, that, and then what if that place is haunted, you know? <laughs> so, or, or it's attached to one of us and it's not actually the house that's haunted. Yeah, and you're you the know? problem. So. Yeah, it's it's kind of it's like I know I know we've said it before and I know this the people there are saying you know oh, move out or sorry to tell you but whatever but think like actually thinking about it you know it's it's a lot it's a sucks it's an ordeal it's a process yeah yeah that would suck yeah alrighty well I actually I actually found this one 
the last stories of high strangeness, but um, I think we we had had enough episode or enough uh, stories okay. that yeah, I left this one out. But I think I think you, Michelle, I think you'll like this one. Okay. Alrighty. So this is from Reddit, and this is from Krusty Skins. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, and the title is "What Did I Witness." I've never posted here, but figured this would be a good place to tell a story of something that happened to me when I was a young teenager that I cannot explain. My family owned property in western Pennsylvania, close to the point where Pennsylvania, West Virginia, and Maryland all connect. Very, very rural. rural oh my God, there's that fucking word oh, again. <laughs> very, very rural area in oh the Allegheny? Allegheny? Ah, uh, dude, I'm sorry. Mountains. I have no. I should have probably. I probably should have uh, googled that. Googled. Yeah, how to pronounce that? Anyway, the property was large, with a cabin set back in the woods behind a large pasture. My cousins and I would play in the pastures all the way into the night. And when the when the hay was high, we would hide from our parents there because we thought it was funny. Kids being kids. One night. Here we go again with this shit, dude. God damn it. All right. One night in mid to late summer, my two cousins and I were doing the exact things mentioned above. For anyone who has lived in wide open rural areas, areas, a clear sky and full moon at night can provide a lot of nocturnal visibility. This night happened to be one of those. We were hiding in the hay about 300 yards from the house when we all heard heavy rustling. The area is known for its bears, so I kneeled up over the hay to see what was around me about 50 feet from me something bipedal began to stand up at first i thought it was another person but this thing was tall the hay was at least three point three and a half feet high i was gonna say 3.5 that's because that's literally what's written there but three and a half feet high and it towered and it towered over it much larger than a human being the the thing towered over the hay mm-hmm. its shoulders were very broad but the body was strangely skinny its head proportion proportionate to its shoulders were very broad but the body was strange what the fuck oh i cut that wrong uh strangely skinny its head proportionate to its shoulders it was too far away to see any facial details uh, the scariest part about it all is after it stood up to its full height, it turned and ran away, but not like anything I've ever seen. It basically glided as it ran and covered 300 to 400 yards of pasture in about five seconds. The whole energy of this thing just screamed predator. This image has been burned into my brain for almost 20 years now, and the memory is still as clear as it when it happened. As I sit here writing this, I still get chills and goosebumps just thinking about it. I haven't spoken to my cousin in many years, but they saw it all too. Obviously, our parents and basically anyone I told didn't believe me, but we definitely witnessed something. Am I crazy or do any of you have a similar experience or perhaps an idea of what we saw? Big foot. Big foot. Yeah. So the first comment on here says, um, I have a friend who's a hunter. He was hunting in Salt Fork in Ohio before it be- before it became widely known as a Bigfoot hunt. He described being out deer hunting just before or at dawn. Across the field was a patch of woods 100 yards or more away. He said he saw a tall, shadowy figure moving quickly through the woods. To quote him with his Tennessee accent, it was it was getting through the it, it was getting through the woods. I'm not going I'm not even going to attempt. No, you got to do accent. it. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, I can't even. Getting is as as much I mean yeah, anyway, That's funny. as I, as if unhindered by underbush or the trees, it was moving too fast for the terrain. My friend was definitely unsettled by this. He's never been one to believe in the paranormal, and he told me about this in a subdued, puzzled tone. I asked him if it was Bigfoot, but he refused to even make a conclusion. I don't know what it was. He did say he was sure it wasn't a person or a bear. He estimated it to be about seven to eight feet tall, at least. Hmm. and then just a person commented it sounds like your friend and i had very similar experiences in a generally similar area interesting feel free to share this with him <coughs> yeah i say bigfoot yeah I, what the 
That's what that was. Yeah, that's what I thought immediately. And I was like, oh, I think Michelle might like this. I would. I did. Thank you. Because we don't normally talk about. Yeah, I mean, we had Ed Sullivan on and we did talk about Bigfoots, but and I th- big feet, Bigfoot. I feel like this is a, a whole debate, actually. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> like, I don't remember what the the proper uh, plural, plural, right? Of of Bigfoot is Bigfoot, Big Feets, Bigfoots, yeah. Bigfoots. I feel like Bigfoots. Bigfoot. I don't know. <laughs> we should do a poll. Yeah. Yeah, we should do a poll. <laughs> Guys, is it Bigfoot, Big Feets, or Big Foots, or Big Feet? I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, the plural of Bigfoot. Um, <laughs> I think I think you might have shared a story one time for Stories of Estranges, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you did. Yeah, but we don't really like. Maybe we need to do a deep dive into Bigfoot. Yeah, that would be your specialty there. That would be mine. I have I have info. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a that was a Bigfoot stories of high strangers for you guys. Just in case you're Bigfoot lovers out there. Me. Um. Let's see. I'm trying. To, this one's a um, little long, but we're good on time. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 30 minutes. Okay. So this one is by... Did you say who the other one was by? Yes, I did. Okay. Krusty Skins. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's gross. So this one is by K95 Platinum. It says, My extremely strange experiences as a kid. Can't comprehend what I've seen. Hmm. Hmm. I'm an 18-year-old guy. For countless years in my childhood, I experienced some very weird shit that I still can't understand. It's constantly on my mind. I'm not claiming that I saw... Casper the ghost, but man, let me tell you something. But man, let me just tell you everything. What I'm about to write is my full experience in as much detail as I can remember. I've only shared this with my close family. Imagine me telling my friends this. No, it's not a fictional story. This is real. Ever since I was a child, I would feel like I was being watched. As a result, I couldn't sleep alone in my room. I would cry and cry uh, and cry to my parents to let them sleep, to let me sleep in their bed. It worked most of the time, but sometimes I was forced to sleep alone. I would always place a large, <laughs> I do this still, I'd always place a large body pillow next to me when I slept so I didn't feel like I was being watched as much. Yeah, like if I, I mean, I just had to also like have things like all around me, like pillows all around me. Mm-hmm. But like, especially like when I've talked about the times where I feel like someone's in my face or whatever, I literally just have to either sleep under the covers like a fucking five year old or put like a pillow and then just let my nose like out so I can breathe. Mm-hmm. But it's like the only thing that stops like that <laughs> feeling of being watched. As you meant to say, I moved. Uh, I moved the large body pillow to the side and a woman was standing right next to my bed mm. a few meters away. <laughs> No, thank you. It was so surreal. I would see through her, but I could also see details. She was old. She had curly hair. She was wearing a shirt with buttons all the way down, and there were stripes on her shirt. I could see details all the way down to her waist where it was cut off. I screamed, ran past her, where my dad came rushing out of their bedroom to see what happened. After this, I would wake up every single night for the next few years. Maybe it was because I was so alert all the time, but I think it's noteworthy. I'm not sure about the timeline here, but a little after uh, I got my next incident or encounter, I guess. Uh, This time, a white cloud kind of shaped like a human was standing at my door. It wasn't stationary. It moved a little bit. I would sit there staring at it for 30 to 60 seconds before it would disappear into the roof. It would just kind of slowly float up. After it went away, I would just quietly go to my parents' bed and sleep with them. And just sneak right in there. That's the way to do it. <laughs> this this thing would happen at least for a year straight. At least. One time, it was a little different, though. I was sleeping in my own bed. I was probably about 10 or so now. And I heard a female, female voice say, hi, to me. 
I thought it was my mother waking me up for school, so I'm pretty sure I said something like, I'll get up soon. Something got me to open my eyes, and it was standing there at my door, cloud-shaped like a human. I remember it saying a few words always, but I couldn't say much because of fear. Just a lot of strange stuff would happen when I was 10 to 12. Things would sometimes fall down in my room from the shelf at night and so loud that my parents would hear it from their bedroom. I don't remember this one too clearly, but one summer night, me and my brother were in the living room and when he spotted some weird shit in the garden. It was a cloud thing shaped like a human going back and forth. It was black though and not white like I would always see. We called my father over and he couldn't see anything. He could see nothing. My brother still brings brings this up seven plus years later. At this point, I was so traumatized by this, to be honest. When I was home alone, I would barricade myself in my room. But all the experiences are happening in your room. <laughs> I'd barricade myself somewhere uh, else. Children don't make the smartest uh, decisions sometimes. I mean, I guess. Um, one particular incident tops everything. That I literally was... sounds like those horror movies where it's like, you know how they, they make those parody commercials where it's like, where should we go? It's like, uh, let's go oh, get yeah, in the car yeah. and take. I was like, no, let's go to the shed where all the chainsaws, the chainsaws are. Chainsaws, yes. Yeah, for real. That's kind of what that sounds like. <laughs> That's what that is. Um, this is one particular incident tops everything. I was sick and home alone because my mom was at the store. I was playing CSGO. CSGO. CSGO, okay, in my brother's room. The, I knew you would know. <laughs> the old nuke map, if anyone knows the game. Uh, a sculptor, a s- sculpture, I think is what he said. A sculpture fell onto my face from above the PC. Not too weird, but I got scared, so I left the room quickly. Across the hallway in front of my room, I saw the cloud shaped like a person, but it was going extremely fast towards the kitchen this time. I had never seen it move like this. I slammed the door and jumped out of the window where I waited for my parents. <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's like, fuck the front door. Just jump out the window <laughs> and I'll wait outside. That seems realistic. That would probably be something I'd do. Um, <laughs> can you just like picture it? <laughs> you specifically. <laughs> Not that kid, but I picture yeah. you I, I, like a dad's old house, the one he had over yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I would jump out actually, of the roof. Yeah, yeah, that one. That's what yeah. I imagine. <laughs> you jumping out of that window onto the <laughs> patio in the back. Yeah, I'm like, just wait up here. Um, sorry. Uh, what I've noted is that all activity of this thing would happen in the front door, in the front of my door. Our house is built pretty strange. It's hard to explain, but my door is visible from almost everywhere in the house. In recent years, my brother, who was very skeptical of my stories and would tease me, started talking about some weird experiences he had. He said that it was common for him to hear very heavy footsteps outside the bathroom when he was brushing his teeth at night. It was so heavy that he would feel the vibration in the floor. When he would check, nothing was there, and it stopped. Then it started again a few minutes after. The bathroom was located just outside my room, exactly where I would see this thing a lot. Uh, in the beginning of in the beginning of all this, my parents thought I was lying just to be or just to sleep in their room. But when I woke up every single morning to eat breakfast and with them, I would be telling them that I, what I saw the night before, and they started to believe me more and more. My grandmother died a few years before I was born. That's what this is what I honestly have been thinking the whole time. Well, like when Is I was reading it, I was like, yeah, like it's probably somebody you know. Um, but my grandmother oh, and I do have another grandmother story actually after this. <laughs> like anyway. with you or no 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 oh, oh no I just had happened to pick one but yeah. uh, my grandmother died a few years before I was born so uh, she would always talk about how excited she was to meet her grandkids. Oh fuck. Okay, when I described to the woman in my room, I was describing a large part of my grandmother curly hair, shirt with buttons, striped on her shirt. Keep in mind, I had never seen a picture of her when I was that that age. Um, At this point, I was begging my parents to get help. They contacted a guy who claimed to be able to get them away. 
my parents weren't buying it 100%, but they did it for me. I was told that I was too young to participate in whatever they were going to do, so I couldn't be there. I was told that he claimed an entity was living in the kitchen, my room, and the living room. They sat in a circle and did some ritual before being charged $60. (laughs) After, uh, After this, it all changed for me. I never felt watched. I never saw anything again, and I could actually sleep in my own bed. I don't know how to feel about all this. I know what I saw countless times, and I can't shrug it off. It's hard It's hard to live with for me. Um, if you have any questions, I'll happily answer. But, I mean, yeah, like I kind of already said in the middle of it, I feel like it was most, more than likely somebody, like a relative. And, yeah. Because it didn't seem, I mean, it said hi, and yeah. she was so excited to meet her grandkids before they were even born kind of thing. Like. Mm-hmm. I, I was yeah. it was I was thinking it, it would be funny if like the kids like standing there at the door right because the guy's like oh you can't be here for this oh, yeah. and uh, the like the ghost or whatever the entity that's there is just kind of standing next to him and just looks at like looks at the kid like this chump and then just like walks out with the kid <laughs> oh, and like God. the guy's doing his thing and he's like oh yes the house is cleansed and the kid comes back with the the, the entity Spirit, or whatever yeah. Yeah, it's, and yeah, it just continues. <clears throat> That would suck. It's yeah. like it was. It's just him. He's the problem again. I mean, what we were just talking about, right? Like he can cleanse the house. What if it's not the house? What if it's the person? The person, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So I got this one. Like I said, it's in Texas, but it doesn't say we're in Texas. Uh. So this person, I'm not sure how to say this. It Mlemsicles or Mlemsicles. It's M L E M, M L E M. And then S-I-C-L-E-S, like sickles. So, Mlem sickles. Mlem. Yeah. Anyway, the title of this one is Intense Haunting in Texas. I Guys, bear with me. This one is kind of long, but I promise you, it it creeped it's me good. out. Yeah. Okay. I was literally, we, we got Whataburger for dinner last night, and uh-huh. we were sitting in the drive-thru, and I was reading this story the entire time because they took, like, forever. And... Um, just real quick side rant. I don't know if anybody what anybody else's experience with the Whataburger app is, but lately <laughs> it's been really bad, and I feel like they should just get rid of it if they're not get, like because you order and then they don't even have your food ready when you do get there. You have to like you tell them and then they make it for you in that moment. It's like, well, what the fuck is the point of the app? Rant maybe over. it's maybe it's just that Whataburger though. Have maybe. you tried it another? I have not because the rest of them are far away from the house and I'm not going to drive oh. all the way over there for it. But yeah, it's I we I know somebody who works at Whataburger and they said that 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 Whataburger and this other one are were really bad. Um mm. so I'm I'm maybe it's the Whataburger, but they didn't used to be that bad before. They used to get my order right, the food was always ready when we got there and stuff and lately it's just been horrible, dude. Like really bad. Anyway, I want Whataburger now. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, so, yes, intense haunting in Texas. <clears throat> the way our house is set up, there is a staircase leading up to the master suite, and it is a 90-degree angle. No vents. No vents. One night, about two months ago, my boyfriend is standing at the end of the bed looking towards the door, which is in a little hallway, so I couldn't see it from the bed. He was weirded out because there was a strong draft coming from under the door, but that's impossible based on how the staircase is. Then I see him and my cat turn towards the door and react at the same time, looking shocked, and I hear the door creaking open and then slam shut. There was nobody there. Then there was the sound of a loud stomping running up and down the stairs, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down for a good five minutes. Nobody in the house. And every couple of nights for about a week or two, this running and banging up and down the stairs happened. It happened so much to the point where we almost got used to it and would just try and drown it out. Then it stopped just as suddenly as it started. There were a few weird little occurrences, doors opening by themselves, small noises, etc., but nothing crazy. Our back door has a storm door that has a dog door on it, and then there's the actual back door that is solid. The back door leads into a sunroom that is open for our, to our backyard. 
We leave the door open so the dogs can go in and out of the storm door, and then around 7-ish at night, we call everyone inside and close the door for the night. Information that is very important for this next encounter is that my Shih Tzu oatmeal hates mm-hmm. going outside and will only go if we are with him. If I put him outside by himself, he claws and barks at the door and squeezes himself in between the storm door and the back door. About a month ago, after calling everyone in, I was watching a movie downstairs and my boyfriend was upstairs playing video games. About an hour or so into the movie, I heard scratching at the back door. I think it must be one of the cats because it's hard to get it's hard to get them inside from the sunroom. I go I go to let them in and it isn't a cat. It's my Shih Tzu, Oatmeal. I pick him up and I love on him and tell him I'm sorry we locked him out. He growls at me and runs off. Oatmeal's a dick, so I don't think anything of it. <laughs> About 30 minutes later, my boyfriend comes downstairs and I tell him that he locked Oatmeal outside when he called all the dogs in. He insists that Oatmeal has been upstairs with him this whole time in his lap, making it hard to play games. We have a kind of half-joking but mostly serious argument because we both insist on seeing Oatmeal in two different places at once. I shrug it off and think my boyfriend just didn't want me want to admit he locked Oatmeal out. No biggie. After two weeks, about two weeks ago, I wake up for work and take Oatmeal out downstairs with me and I close the bedroom door behind me so Odie doesn't run back upstairs and bother my boyfriend while he's sleeping. I do this pretty much every day. I go to work, come home, and my boyfriend is telling me how Odie got in trouble the night before after I fell asleep and said he locked locked him downstairs as punishment. I'm laughing because my dog is a dick and I asked him when he decided to soften up and let Odie back in the bedroom. He very seriously insists he didn't. I tell him that Odie was sleeping by my feet that morning and I took him downstairs with me. We have another argument, both insisting he was in two different places. Hmm. About a week ago, we're watching TV. Odie's sleeping by my feet, as always. He gets, he gets, I'm sorry, it gets late, so we turn everything off and, and are laying there watching videos on our phones until we get sleepy. I feel something climb up in between us and circle a few times before settling in against my back. I can feel my boyfriend petting it. I thought it was a little weird because I could still feel Odie on my feet and my cat usually lays on top of me. He insists on being on top of me and he will climb back up if I push him off. But I just assume it's my cat anyway because why would it be anything else? About five minutes later, I hear Odie growling. This is the part that is kind of written weird. About five minutes later, I hear hear Oatmeal's growl come from in between me and him and my boyfriend Oh, and my boyfriend hurries to turn on the light as something runs off the bed. Oatmeal is sleeping soundly by my feet and my cat is sleeping in the chair across the room. My boyfriend throws himself out of bed and starts searching the entire room in a panic. Going through the bathroom cabinets, the dirty laundry, under the bed, he literally had a gun and a flashlight and is hunting the room panicked. He said he was petting what he thought was Odie, but he got to its head and it was completely hairless, and it growled and tried to bite him, and then it ran off. We were up for hours before finally falling asleep with the lights on. At this point, I'm convinced it's not a ghost problem, but some sort of skinwalker doppelganger monster plaguing the house. Over the next few days, we heard some strange noises a little, and little things, but nothing huge. We talked to someone and decided to try and cleanse the house, so we were going to the metaphysical store to get supplies. It's crazy how some towns just have metaphysical stores. And it's weird. I guess, well, I don't know. Maybe we do have them here. I just don't know. Because yeah. I feel like we have to. Because yeah, of all the, mean, the culture and stuff, you know? Yeah, and curanderas and stuff. It might be a little bit different than, like... Over there. Maybe. Yeah, but I would yeah. think so. Anyway, as we are, as we are getting ourselves together, I hear three knocks come from the top of the stairs. <clears throat> I asked my boyfriend if he heard them, and then there was another three knocks, this time louder and more separate, more deliberate. Knock, knock, knock. We leave the house. Mm-mm. When we get back, we decided to leave the stuff in the car until we are prepared enough to do it because we didn't want to make whatever this thing is angry. But I did bring in a worry stone I got. I used to have one from when I went to Ireland that I'd carry in my pocket, but I lost it. 
I put the warrior stone in my nightstand. We spent the evening downstairs. All of the animals, all of the animals were downstairs with us, and the bedroom door was shut. A few hours later, I go downstairs. Sorry. A few hours later, I go upstairs to shower, and I notice something sitting in my cat's water fountain, and it's, and it's my worry stone. My stomach mm. fucking dropped. So then the next night, we were at dinner with my boyfriend's mom, and she is telling me about all this weird stuff in the house I didn't know about. So this was kind of weird, because I thought it was like their house, but I was like, well, why would a boyfriend and a girlfriend... Well, never mind. That's stupid. Stupid question. Well, they just live with their parents? No, live in a house together, but literally you oh. and Carlos are boyfriend oh. and girlfriend <laughs> live in a house together. Hey. Um, but no, but I then I figured, oh, well, maybe it's like a situation like with me. Like this is a house that we grew up in. This is technically mm. like still under mom's name and stuff. So maybe it used to be like it was the house that the, the boyfriend grew up in and the oh. mom moved out or something. I don't know because mm. it doesn't sound like the mom lives with them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Based off of what you just said. Yeah. So, like again, she's telling them about all this weird stuff in the house that this, the girlfriend didn't know about. And then mm-hmm. it continues, including a mailbox in the wall in the downstairs closet. Mm-hmm. So she says she assumed that they used to hide money, which I think is odd. But I didn't. I decided to entertain the possibility until I actually went home and saw the mailbox. It's a tiny, bright red mailbox. They cut a hole and anchored it to the closet. The back of the cl- the back of the mailbox is gone, and it opens into a crawl space between the wall and the back <laughs> of the fireplace. There's a string in the mailbox that lowers into the cavity. Why would someone hide money in there? It's so obvious. Even if they were, why the string? Once you found the mailbox, you found the string. If the money falls out of the string, you have to cut the wall open to retrieve it. I made him cut a hole at the bottom. See, this is where you fucked up. I made him cut a hole at the bottom of the wall, but we didn't find anything back there. Whatever they were lowering into the wall is long gone. This mailbox gives me the heebie-jeebies, but I decided to leave it alone. The next day, I'm at work and I'm telling my coworker about the strange tiny mailbox and a pair of my grooming shears is thrown onto the floor from my shear holder in front of both of us. Mm. We We caught it on the security camera. My coworker was so freaked out she had to that manager go review the footage. I did close a drawer before the shears fell, but I tried to recreate it, but couldn't. They're soft closed drawers. I tried physically shaking the station and even like body slamming it, trying to make the shears fall out and couldn't. At the exact same time this is happening, my boyfriend calls me from home and tells me that everything is okay, but something tried to catch the house on fire. What? He had been burning his mom's old tax documents for her for the past few years. It was about 10 years of paperwork and it's hot in Texas. So he split it up. He had been burning the last batch. He went upstairs to grab something and came down and something closed the the flue of the chimney. And the house was filling with smoke. He had to extinguish the fire, which was reaching out of the fireplace and evacuated the animals and air the house out. It has been like three days and it still smells a little smoky in here. Again, little occurrences happen uh, of weird noises, doors opening and closing, hearing walking upstairs or on the stairs. Keep in mind, we have been sleeping with the lights on. I refuse to be in the house alone. Almost done, guys, I promise. (laughs) The last night around 2 a.m., we are both awake and decide to go downstairs and grab a snack. Let the dogs out. Oh, and let the dogs out. My boyfriend is outside with the dogs and I hear clear as day, loud thumping footsteps in our room upstairs. I go outside. Then when we both come back in, we're on the couch and the light in our dining room is flickering. And I ask him if he noticed and he tells me that it started flickering when I got home. He tells me that's how he knew I was home and met me down at my car earlier that day. He said it hadn't flickered all day until I got home. And now that we were talking about it, the flickering got worse. On and off, on and off, on and off. We decided to turn the lights off and go upstairs. Then, upstairs in our bathroom, the light bulb in our wax melter burst mysteriously. He goes downstairs to the laundry room and our laundry room light all of a sudden won't turn on when it's just on when it was just on less than 30 minutes ago. He comes back upstairs. We lock our bedroom door and try the, our best to go to bed. 
This morning, all the lights are working fine until I'm out in my craft shed. Oh, look, she has a craft shed. I need a craft shed. Yeah, you do. I would live out there, though. <laughs> Where the electricity, you probably need an AC out there, too. Yeah. I'm out, I'm out in my craft shed where the electricity starts going on and off, on and off, on and off randomly. Everything all at once, like the breaker is being switched back and forth. And then it just stops. After a few days of flickering and strange noises and doors opening and closing, we cleansed and salted the property. Here's to hoping this is the end of it. I would be, It would be nice to be able to sleep with the lights off again. Then somebody said, fuck, this is really intense, creepy, especially a bald thing. Update if mm-hmm. the cleansing worked well. Uh, that was like nine days ago, so I but I didn't see an update on anything. And it says, Jesus, read this. Reading this, give me the recollection chills. I, um, yeah, I didn't. I skipped over that. Yeah, but some people were saying, um, oh, man, I forgot what they were saying. But they were like, people were just giving their opinions. Um, what it was. Yeah. Somebody said something about it. I don't know how to. Pre- is it Dijin or, or Jin? It's a DJI. A a gin is it that yeah, I th- the d is silent okay gin. the gin yeah but i don't know that doesn't I, i've heard so many different stories of like what gin look like and are and like that's that's those, so... like the genie ones right yeah mm-hmm. okay. yeah yeah i but didn't that's know how it was spelled oh yeah but i've never heard of them being like these little hairless creatures, creatures yeah so my thought was like a troll. I I mean I think that there's like elementals and like other like and it lives nature in that spirits space. and stuff. I mean maybe and it uses the string to get out of the wall. Or it was some creature that lived in the walls of the house and the family knew about it and would feed it and like put food down with the string and then once that family moved out then it just like would go wild and Free be room. inside the house yeah exactly yeah but that's just, that's, but like what also trips me out is that that it kind of like took the shape of the, the the other dog the dog yeah well and then <clears throat> i mean yeah maybe like sh- they were saying like it's a shapeshifter or uh um doppelganger sort of i, I don't know i've literally never heard of anything like that like a creature like that um yeah because i mean so. can you imagine do you like you feel no. something curl- <laughs> <I want to. laughs> you, you, you feel something curl up next to you and then you're like petting it thinking it's your dog and then you get to the head <sighs> you know what it reminded me too like have you seen that meme of that the dog that the supposedly like I, I don't know if they shave they supposedly shave it or whatever and it's it looks like a schnauzer so it's got the like little schnauzer beard uh-huh. but then the top of the head is bald and it's got the human ears. It just looks really weird. No. And it's black. You've never Ugh, seen that? I don't think so. Oh, no. I don't want to see that. I don't like that. That's creepy. <laughs> it's a meme, though. It's not oh, real. I remember. I think I do remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't like that. Yeah. That first one was creepier. Yes, yeah, I remember. That's what it reminded me of. Because I was like, oh, dude, imagine like the dog. And then it's Ooh, like, yeah. you get to the head and it's bald. That's creepy. Ugh. No, but yeah, I don't know. Like when I was reading the story, like I was just, I, I don't know if it sounded boring now, but like when I was like reading it, I was like super intrigued. And I was like, oh my God, what's going to happen? No. <laughs> no, the, uh, that I think, I think that's what got me the most is the, him feeling something like bald and hairless or that's, yeah. and then that it tried to bite him. Yeah, no. I literally can't even think of what that could be. It must be something out there that I don't know about. Mm -hmm. So if anybody does know, definitely let us know. Yeah, for sure. What what you think or if you know, if you've heard of anything, because that's crazy. So this one is by 33Lucky88. It's called, I was saved by my grandma 19 years after she died. Um, I was late for work. This reminded me of you. I was late for work. I admit I was speeding, but I knew the road and wasn't worried. I came around a curve and a car was on my side of the road. Crap. I swerved to miss the car. When I came back on the road, I started spinning. It had rained the night before and the road was wet and slick and slick as snot. Never heard of that before. That's gross. <laughs> yeah. The other car actually stopped until my car started flipping. Then it took off. That's kind of an asshole move. 
Okay, anyway. Caused an accident take off. Yeah. The road was known as River Road, and and the bayou was about 50, far, 50 yards from the road. After backing... Fuck. After about the fourth flip, everything went black. The next thing I knew, I got the holy hell slapped plum out of me. Also, so they're, I think, from the south. Yeah, so, Louisiana. Yeah, so it's a little... Uh, there's some words in here that I've never used before together in a sentence. Um, the next thing I knew, I got the holy hell slapped plum out of me. A small, dark-complected Cajun lady with pure black eyes. She had a black feather bonnet on. She had a black feather bonnet on, the kind folks used to wear to cover their curlers, and wearing a bright-colored shawl wrapped around her shoulders was bent over me. She had slapped my cheek. Shocked, I just kind of stared at her. I was hanging upside down at uh, in my seatbelt and was bent up like a pretzel. She loudly huffed at me to get out of this car before it blew to kingdom come. And how I ain't, I got goosebumps, sorry. And how I ain't had the sense I was born with. I had those thick Doc Martin sandals on, and after getting my seatbelt undid, it took me several tries to kick my window out. <laughs> the door wouldn't open, and she kept trying to hurry me along. I made it out of the car finally and to the edge of the bayou. I was so tired, I kept trying to sit down and rest, but the blasted little lady wouldn't let me. She kept telling me to hurry, to come on. She stayed in front of me, leading me back to the road through the tall grass. Um, the grass was tall, yeah, and she was short. I lost sight of her right around the road, but she was hollering about me having to hurry, or I'd be too late. I was just thinking about being late for work. I remembered making it to the road after what seemed like forever. I flagged down a car and then don't remember much else. In the hospital, I found I had several broken bones, ribs, leg, pelvis, and had God lost a lot damn. of blood. I know, right? Like, how are you walk? walking? <laughs> yeah. um, I had lost a lot of blood from a head wound. The seatbelt didn't lock, so my head busted through the windshield. Jesus Christ. Uh, no one could believe I had got out of the car and to the road. The car was upside down in the bayou. I tried to tell everyone about the lady that had saved me. Oh, I got chills again. I described her, and I even had a slap mark on my cheek. That, oh, that later bruised. But when I told my daddy, he got a weird look on his face. He shook, he shook me hard and told me I probably just slapped myself, flipping around. But the handprint was way too small to be mine. To hush up the crazy talk, I had made it out on adrenaline and that was that i didn't tell tell anyone what the lady had said just about how she slapped me and got me to the road after i got out of the hospital i became obsessed with finding out the who the little lady that helped me was i baked a pie and went up and down every and went up and down everyone that lived on the road trying to find her there wasn't many people but no one knew her i never found her Later at a family reunion, my aunt that lived in another state brought an old family album um, that she had gotten from an, an aunt of hers. Would be my great aunt, or his great aunt, or their great aunt, I don't know. <laughs> we were looking through it. My grandparents' home had burned, and I had never saw a picture of my daddy's mama. She had died a year before I was born. Imagine my shock when staring up at me was a little Cajun lady <laughs> with pure black eyes, a black feather bonnet on, and brightly colored shawl. It was like the whole world stopped. I said aloud what she had told me after she slapped me. My daddy and aunt both gasped. My aunt said, Mama was always saying we ain't got the sense we were born with, Daddy said. Uh, she was ranting about a Cajun lady that had saved her. She even had a mark on her cheek from the slap. There was no way with that many broken bones as she had um and as much blood as she had lost as she would have should have made it out my aunt laughed and said yeah mom could slap the tar out of you daddy even apologized for hushing me when i tried to tell him about it my grandma saved my life 19 years after she died she wasn't a ghost she was solid she had left proof on my cheek ah, i said crying I, I thought it was cute that was awesome <clears throat> yeah when when uh when you were talking about it, I was like, oh, the dad shut her up because, like, and then I forgot that you had said the grandma, and then, like, halfway through your story, I was like, oh, wait, she said she had a grandma story. Yeah. So then it clicked. Yeah. No, I thought that one was a really cute one. Yeah. 
Because I can imagine, yeah, because I can imagine grandma also like just doing some shit like that too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, alrighty, those are some creepy stories and the nice one at the end. Yes. Um, nice palate cleanser. Yeah, for sure. But uh, let's do this quick, guys. If you want to contact us, we got it. Uh, we do have a tab. There's all our social medias. You can go click that Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff. You can find us there. There's also a tab where you can listen to the podcast. Uh, you can listen on Spotify, Apple Podcast, any of your favorite podcast listening sites. Uh, go ahead and give us a five star rating on Apple Podcast. Also, uh, leave, leave us a review and we'll read that on the podcast here for you. If you want to buy merch, there's a merch tab where you can go ahead and buy hoodies and T-shirts that were designed by Michelle. And there's also a donate button if you feel so inclined to donate a little bit of money to us as well helps out the podcast and finally if you want to reach us besides dming us on social media we do have a tab there that's a contact us tab where you can write in telling us that you want to be interviewed uh we can keep you anonymous and if you want to share your stories with us you can send them in there for our stories of high strangeness segment and or section episode whatever and you can also send those in in spanish and we'll translate them for you so don't be shy guys share your stories with us because we believe do you?